Hi, I'm Doug Weiss. And I'm Alvian Lyons. This is Love Life. Alvian, you know, sometimes in life, we sadly don't get what we want. Sometimes we do, and we find out that it wasn't what we thought it was. <laughs> the same is true in relationships. Sometimes we want what we want, and we don't get it. Uh, sometimes we get it, and find <laughs> we out we don't want, want it. it. <laughs> so the topic that was suggested to us this week is about getting what you want um, and, and, and how to do that without turning it into a win-lose proposition. Mm -hmm. Too often, I think, in my experience in relationships, that's what happens. It, in order for one person to have what they want, someone's going to give up something else. And in the perfect world, that shouldn't be the case. In a perfect world, I think we could all say in the abstract that I want the person I care about to have what they want. I just don't necessarily want it to come at my expense. Right. So, <laughs> how do you compromise? <laughs> well, there's a, I'm trying to remember if it was a t-shirt or a meme I saw that basically meant that if you're, that said something to the effect of your happiness costs me my joy, then you're too expensive. <laughs> and I loved that. Yeah. Because I think that, you know, getting what we want, making sure that we're, you know, we, we enjoy life, we enjoy our experiences, and the other person also in, enjoys theirs. I, I think that it has a couple of things that should be sort of scaffolding to it, if you may. First of all, um, we have to be clear about what our wants actually are, what our expectations actually are. I think one of the most difficult things is to try to help someone in a relationship get what they want, but they don't even know what they want. So I liken that, or I feel like that's sort of akin to, and I might have used this uh, in a previous show before, but forgive me if I have. Um, so we call it people spark math, and basically that is expectation minus explanation equals failure. If you expect something inside of a relationship, but you don't understand what that is, and you can't clearly communicate what that is, it is virtually impossible for the other person to be able to meet that expectation or that desire. So I use the example of this. For those, I know you are a good cook, Doug. So let's say, for instance, you tell Peggy that you're going to make this incredible lobster mac and cheese. And you tell her to go to the store for you to pick up some cheese for it. But you don't specify that what is needed for this particular lobster mac is Gouda. So Peggy goes to the store and she gets you this fantastic aged cheddar. But we both know that cheddar and lobster are not the best combination. So Peggy's excited. She's come home. She got you the best cheddar that this gourmet uh, grocery store offered. She's coming to present her best to you. And when you see what it is that she presents to you, you're disappointed because you already know that it's not going to help you make the recipe that you had planned for this particular lobster mac. 
So here's Peggy giving her 100%, but her 100% is worth nothing to you because unfortunately, you did not clearly share with her that what you needed from her, what mm-hmm. you wanted from her, was this specific thing so that she had the opportunity to give you back what it is that you truly desired. So you had an expectation minus an explanation, and it set somebody who loved you up for failure. Yeah. When we do that inside of relationships, we're constantly expecting somebody who loves us to give us what we want. But if we can't communicate that to them effectively, if we're not clear about where we are right now, it makes it very difficult for even the best partner to be able to provide, to help, to support, to create the kind of desire, the kind of happiness that you're in pursuit of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I was um, in a relationship with someone who, um, and and let me say, not to exonerate myself, I am guilty (laughs) as charged of having done exactly what you just described. Um, In this relationship, um, my significant other um, practiced this art to a fairly well, that is, of uh, expecting me to to know somehow by uh, some osmotic process (laughs) what she was thinking all the time. And I used to say to her, you know, I I am psychic, but my but my abilities are vastly overrated, <laughs> <laughs> because it it was a, a guessing game all the time, uh, and and I always felt like I was in a game, and I that I was going to lose, mm. because I could never. Uh, frankly, anticipate what it is that she was thinking or feeling at that moment. And as a result, it felt as if our relationship was walking around in an emotional minefield <sighs> in which I could set off the <sighs> near fatal explosion at, at any, any time because moment. I had no clue. And I'm, you know, I will admit there are times in my life when I've been obtuse and, 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 and didn't see, didn't hear. This wasn't one of them. This was literally a circumstance in which uh, uh, I never knew from one moment to the next where I was at. And part of it was because of a communication, a fundamental communication challenge that we had. She was uh, a, a lovely person, but unable to convey out of, I believe, in retrospect, a combination of fear that was born in an earlier relationship in her life, in her youth, and uh, and a habituated um, uh, experience she had in another relationship, she couldn't say what it was that she wanted or was feeling. She was um, uh, emotionally bound up. Mm. And so I was literally in the dark most of the time. And, you know, with unerring instinct, found myself often, you know. On the the landmine. Yeah, you know, just set it off. And I had no idea what it was. Um, And in fact, you know, that was a separate set of issues. But but the fundamental issue was one that if I had actually understood more about what was going on in her and uh, at given points in our relationship— it would have been quite easy to have avoided 
most, if not all, of that conflict. Right. Uh, so, you know, I, that's an extreme circumstance. I think it's much more common in relationships for for people to reach a point, an impasse, where they, um, in the moment, are unable to express what's really going on. Um, you know, find it difficult to get the words out of their mouths to say, here's what I'm feeling right now. It's nothing to do with you or anything you have done. Right. These are, this is an issue that I have to deal with. This is something in me. Um, and, I, and I need you to understand that, that the way I am at this moment is, is not a reflection of how I feel about you or about us but something inside of me. I also want to say that I think that on the subject of compromise, that too often in life, you know, we see things in these very binary ways, as mm-hmm. you know, wins and loses, and, you know, and, and I often want to ask myself when, I'm, when I get into that place, it's infrequent these days, but when I do, um, what is it you think you're going to win and what is it you think you're going to lose? You know, are, are they stakes <laughs> worth it? Right. And, and if you really stop and, and think about it, often in life, you know, we assign a great deal more value to the winning and losing than really there is. Um, what you're going to gain is not so wonderful. What you're going to lose is not that important. Right. Um, that we can't find a place in between where we can meet. Um, but we can, you know, we can up the ante emotionally in our minds. Uh, we are very capable as human beings in the heat of our feelings to make, uh, uh, you know, life sundering decisions. You know, if I don't get what I want at this moment, it means. Mm-hmm. If I lose, it means. Absolutely. And I, and I, and I want to say that I think that that's seldom the case. Well, if you really want a healthy relationship, it's going to have to be about more than just you. The yep. best relationships are often relationships where each individual puts the relationship above each individual. Mm-hmm. So there is you and there's me and then there's our relationship. There's you, there's me, there's this marriage, there's you, there's me and there's us our responsibility as parents. Whatever it is that that thing is bigger than both of us and we each have a loyalty and a commitment to that thing which is bigger than both of us. And that allows for us to make decisions that are in the best interest of the relationship, even if they're not necessarily the thing that helps me to win or to or for you to win. But if the relationship wins, then we both win. But it's a perspective that requires a level of maturity and selflessness that often takes a while for people to evolve to or a very conscious decision for people to make. You have to come to a place if you want deep and healthy love you have to come to the place where the mission is greater than the moment there will be a thousand moments for you to just say that thing that's going to help you win the argument but if the mission is the relationship then I don't need to win the argument if I lose where our relationship is concerned I have to choose the relationship above this temporary win It's winning the battle, but you're losing the war. Mm. 
And we are fighting for something that is beautiful and healthy and good. And that thing is more important than whether or not you remembered to wash the car or to take the dog to the vet or to pick up the stuff at the grocery store. It's bigger than all of those things. That thing is whether you forgot to call me at two o'clock when you said you were. All of those things, they're experiences, yes, but they are not defining of the whole relationship. The whole relationship is what it is that we mutually and with a with a love and a commitment have decided we're trying to create. Mm. And that's not about individuals. That's about a collective. And that's why we do this show. <laughs> really, I mean, you summed it up um, uh, uh, once again brilliantly. That's what this show is about. It, it is about trying to help people find those healthy ways to have relationships. And um, what a great note to end on. To enjoy love and life. No. So uh, that is the end of our of our time <laughs> with you today. Just we for hope today. that you uh, have enjoyed this show. That you will uh, take the time to drop us a note, um, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do that by sending an email to Alvian at lovelife.digital. or to Douglas at lovelife.digital. But that would be Doug, okay? Yeah. So Doug at lovelife.digital. And we'll uh, we'll be back with you next week. Uh, more uh, more good conversation, and uh, we want to thank Kamaria, our producer, and Todd Washburn, our recording engineer, and you, our listeners. Um, this is a, a community effort. <laughs> uh, your part's keeping us on track, and we hope to hear from you. Thanks so much, folks. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Now.